This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. The Oh My Dollar team has been hard at work crafting an illustrated guide to personal finance. Get Your Money Together workbook is filled with cats, glam rock, and everything you need to know to get your finances on track in a 90-day program. But we need your help to print it. We just launched on Kickstarter yesterday and we're already over 50% funded. I'd love to have you help us make it a reality at ohmydollar.com slash Kickstarter. There's great perks like cat bow ties and I'll include a special bonus reward for you as a podcast listener if you email podcast at ohmydollar.com with your Kickstarter receipt. Welcome to Oh My Dollar, personal finance show with a dash of glitter. Dealing with money can be scary and stressful. Here we give practical, friendly advice about money that helps you tackle the financial overwhelm. I'm your host, Lillian Kerbake. Let's talk about money. Well, you know that we love to talk about retirement on the show, and we also have a lot of listeners who don't have access to retirement at work. Um, I've always worked for really small nonprofits or small businesses, and quite often I just don't have access to a 401k at my job. And Oregon, in many ways, with a lot of things in Oregon policy tends to be leading the way on things that impact people that work for small businesses. Um, for example, you know, mandated sick time is one of the things that Oregon had passed. Um, and we generally, as a state, Oregon is leading the country on a lot of progressive measures that can impact your budget. Um, one of the really cool programs that has come out recently is called Oregon Saves. And to talk about it, we have Joel Metlin, who's the public engagement manager for the Oregon State Treasury's Oregon Saves program. And he previously worked in New York City as the deputy director of the revenue division of the New York City Parks Department. And he was the business operation managers for food service at D.C. public schools. And he also has a BFA from New York University and an MA from John Hopkins University. I'm really curious about this uh, <laughs> BFA, um, but I'm really excited to have you on, Joel. Thanks for joining us. Well, thank you, Lillian, for having us on. Um, one of the reasons we really like to get out and talk about this program is that, uh, A, it's just really the two of us in the office. So <laughs> having uh, radio waves, getting out the word just any way we can is really important to us. Uh, not just here for Oregon, but because this is uh, policy that's taking place across the country in different states. Um, and we're on the leading edge of it, but you're going to see a lot more innovation in the retirement space in years to come. And so it really helps to get people thinking about it. Uh, we do have a crisis in this country in terms of uh, folks just not saving enough for retirement. And, and that has an impact on all of us, obviously the individual, right, but also taxpayers, more people are going to be dependent on uh, social services and the safety net programs. 
So the more we can think about how we can help people save for retirement um, so that everybody wins in the end, right? So that people can have the retirement that they want to have so that people don't run out of money during retirement. Um, these are all really important issues. And it, it's it's not just here in Oregon. It's across the states. Yeah. So let's kind of just give a brief description of exactly what it is. So Oregon Saves is a pretty innovative program. Essentially, it is a way for anyone to save for retirement if they work a job, any kind of job. Yeah. So the idea is that you are actually about 15 times more likely to save for retirement if you have an option at work to do so, right? Because it's through your paycheck. Yeah. It comes out every single time. We, you don't need to think about it. We've we've talked about right. how challenging it can be to just get up the gumption to go and log in and find a place to get a Roth IRA before. It's, it's right. a, you know, it can be intimidating. Yeah. But the, the fact is, is that uh, here in Oregon, actually, a majority of workers don't have that option at work right now. They work jobs where they're not eligible for the employer's plan or the employer simply doesn't offer anything at all. And then there's a lot of uh, entrepreneurs and self-employed people out there who just they don't have that workplace option. So that makes it a little bit harder to save. It does require that extra work to go out and get one. So we're trying to fill that gap. You know, this is this is an option to save at work as easily as possible. And so that everybody in the state has that option. And, and it's also a mandate, right? So it's mm -hmm. essentially a government saying that small businesses must offer this program to their employees if they don't offer another retirement savings program. To yes, it does use the deadly M word, mandate. <laughs> but we like to focus on the fact that this is one of the least onerous mandates that business is going to have to deal with. We know that there's a lot of other mandates that uh, businesses in this state have been asked to to deal with over the last few years. And our goal has been throughout to make this so that it's ultimately a benefit to everyone. So not just the employee who then has the easy way to say, but also the business owner. We want to be able to provide this as a benefit to folks. And it's one less benefit, hopefully, then that the small business needs to worry about trying to provide to their employees. We hear it all the time from small business owners out there that, hey, I really want to provide this. It helps me attract and retain good people. Um, it also makes happier people because they're saving for retirement. They have less financial related stress. They're more productive when they have less stress. So it, it can be a real win for them as well. And if we make it simple on our end so that we're only asking the minimum of employers the things that we absolutely can't do as the state, then we're keeping it to something that, that shouldn't be any harder than doing payroll deductions for anything else, like right. for your taxes or for something else. And and hopefully what this does is it just becomes a normal course of business. And over time, you know, the default in Oregon becomes everybody's saving. Everybody just, it's automatic. Nobody even thinks, it doesn't have to be the hard decision for anybody anymore. You can just, you can just follow the easy automatic path, save. If employers decide that, um, they're ready to offer their own plan. We love that too, because then that encourages more people to save. Employers can do through a 401k, you have higher contribution limits, you can do matching. And we think that that'll be a win for everybody. So we hope that it becomes uh, a standard thing for people to have that way to save through work in Oregon. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've had quite a few jobs that, uh, if they do have access to retirement, brag a ton about it. And, you know, in the old days, it used to be in the old days, 
pre-recession, so about eight years ago, you know, there was retirement at work meant that you had some sort of matching and that you had a 401k and they were matching, you know, back then it wasn't that un- when when times were good, it wasn't that uncommon to see 7% matching or 10% matching on um, if for what you saved into your uh, 401k. Most folks in my generation, especially if you work in small business, you just don't see that anymore, right? If they, most small businesses and nonprofits, if they say that they have retirement, it means you have access to account and they usually don't put anything in um, their self. And so this program is essentially like a Roth IRA, which we've talked about a ton on the show because I, I think the Roth IRA is really great if you are low or median income and um, you don't have access to something at work or you're not getting mat- offer for a match at work. The Roth IRA is great. It's super flexible. It's post-tax money. Um, and you can take out the amount that you contribute to it at any time without penalty. Um, just can't take out the earnings without penalty except for a couple cases. So the Roth IRA is like great and super flexible. Um, and it has tax-free growth. You know, we've, we've talked about how much I love tax-free growth before. So this is a program that essentially enrolls people into a state-managed Roth IRA, right? Essentially. So what we're doing is really making the connection for folks. So Roth IRAs are an existing product out there. You can go out and get one. Most people don't, right? Right. Why? Because uh, it requires that extra step of going out, feeling comfortable with what you're picking, um, setting it up, and then making sure that you're contributing to it on an ongoing basis. Right. And it's a pain in the butt to do the auto the auto pay from your paycheck to the Roth IRA. You've got to like if you have an HR department, if you work in a small business, you have to go hunt them down, ask them to do a form, to do an auto enrollment. So then you're relying on your paycheck hitting your pay your account and then the willpower to make sure that you then transfer it from your account to your Roth IRA. So a lot of people just don't end up doing it. Right. Oh, I have personal experience with <laughs> filling out the form and then it not happening and having to follow up four times. Um, so that's what we're really trying to do. We're just trying to make that connection so that folks, as soon as they start working at a place, they have the option immediately to start saving through work. They don't have to do anything on their own. This is an automatic enrollment program meaning they get the paperwork, they're given the chance to make a decision, give us a call, look at the investment options, do whatever they want to do. But if they don't want to do anything at all, the default is they'll just start saving a percentage of their gross pay into an account in their name. And the reason we chose a Roth IRA as sort of the default way of saving is for all the reasons you you mentioned, right, that you can take your money out of it uh, if you really need to uh, without penalty, the contributions that go in. So that's really important to us for folks um, who may have a hard time, right? They may need those emergency savings for something in the future. We want them to use it for their retirement, but we also don't want to penalize them if they need to use it. But also because it's portable, right? It goes with you. It's tied to you. It's an individual account. And that's uh, one of the real benefits of this program is that in three years, once this is fully rolled out uh, to all the businesses that don't offer their own plan, you'll have this Roth IRA that it has, includes automatic enrollment every time you change jobs. So that means if you move from one company that's facilitating this program to another, you don't need to do anything. You just start saving into that exact same account through your new employer. And we think that portability is going to be a real issue uh, in the future for folks. And a real benefit of this program in particular is the nature of work itself changes, especially for younger folks in a gig economy or, or where uh, you're not going to be working at the exact same place for 30 years doing the exact same thing. Yeah, same. I don't know anybody who really expects to be doing that anymore, right? Government workers? <laughs> yeah, I guess so, right? <laughs> Although I know plenty of government workers that are on contracts, you know, to like start a program like you, you know, you were doing that. So even that is, I feel like, 
harder and harder to, to find these days. Um, so, you know, my listeners are all super responsible and they've all already opened Roth IRAs mm-hmm. um, and are already contributing every month. So if they are work for a workplace that's enrolled in this program, how do they avoid over contributing? Right. Because this is a Roth account and, you know, you can technically have as many Roths as you want, but you have a limit on how much you can contribute each year. Um, right now it's five thousand five hundred dollars um, uh, unless you are uh, over the age of 50. And so how do they make sure that they don't over contribute to their Roth because you don't want that hit at tax time. Right. Uh, The first thing is that if you're already contributing to a Roth IRA or any IRA, um, you might not need this program, right? This is really to help people get started or to save more. And uh, we are actually seeing with our pilot program that's going on right now that the number three reason why people are opting out is that they already have a retirement plan and they're happy with what they're doing and, and they're the real go-getters. They're not the people that I'm worried about mm-hmm. and that we're really trying to help here. It's, it's, it's everybody else who's actually the majority, right? And then for those folks as they're contributing, for most people, um, our standard savings rate of 5%, they're probably not going to hit the 5,500 in a single year anyway right. because it, you know if you look at the demographics of the people without uh, access to a plan at work in Oregon right now, um, it's slightly below the median income. And again, so if you just do the numbers and the math, yeah, you're not most gonna... people aren't going to have that issue. For everyone else, we do have um, an alert built into the system, right? If they're nearing that contribution limit, to, we'll send in something to the employer that says, hey, you need to stop contributions for this individual. Of course, we don't know if that individual has additional IRAs, so it will be in, incumbent upon them to make sure that they're monitoring it as well. We, we've built in what we can on our end with what we know. So are these people... People that, you know, have a regular job, maybe they have a 401k at that job, but then also are uh, driving for Uber or Lyft, or their primary income is driving for one of these um, gig economy jobs. What what can they expect? Come 2020, if everything looks the same, are they also going to have to opt out? Well, they can opt in starting in 2018, okay. so they can join the program. and. It, we hope that there's no mandate on their employers. If they're a 1099 worker, there's no requirement that their employer set them up through this. But I expect a lot of employers, would, if you ask them, will you take out some money for this, they might do it, right? Um, that That's an, a possibility now, and it'll be a possibility through this program starting in 2018. If they're truly a 1099 worker where they don't have uh, a W-2 income, there's no mandate for them. They don't need to do anything with this program. Great. But we want to make sure that's available to them if they do want to. That's awesome. I know that is a, retirement savings is a huge problem for a lot of people I know that are full-time gig economy workers. Okay, first of all, if you're hearing this and you're like, this is great, but I don't live in Oregon, so I can't participate in this program. Thing to know, you can do this all yourself. You can set this up yourself. So you have to do a little extra work. Um, but just go back and listen to my episode on uh, saving for retirement um, you know, log on. You can find a ton of different providers of Roth IRAs um, and you can set one up. Probably your bank or your credit union might already have access to one for you um, and go set one up and start saving. And then you can have that awesome feeling of saving just like all the people enrolled in this program. However, if you are in Oregon and this sounds awesome to you and you're like, oh my gosh, this sounds like a lot less work than having to Google around and set up things. Where do we go if you want to either enroll in the program as an employee or you would like to get your business started? Sure. So because this is a program that's primarily facilitated through employers, um, if you want, if you're in a, a saver or an employee who really wants to join this program, you can always just tell your 
boss about it. Say, hey, I know this program's coming. We may not be required to do it until X date, but hey, I want to join it earlier. What we've actually seen from the pilot is that a lot of the employers who joined, uh, they heard about it through the employees, and the employees said, I really want to be a part of this. And so that got the employer to reach out to us, and then we got them started. Now all of the employees at that business have had that chance to save. That's awesome, so, especially because 401ks are really complicated to set exactly. up as a small business. Exactly. There's a whole host of reasons why businesses don't do it. What we do is we take a lot of those reasons, and we just lower those barriers for the business. There's no fee for businesses. We do most of the work. We The only things that, that the employer needs to do is, again, provide us with those employee uh, employee names and email addresses so we can contact them and then do payroll deductions. So we make it super easy on that employer side. And so if, if you would like to have this uh, program at your workplace, please let your boss know and tell them to reach out to us. And we can go to OregonSaves.com to learn more information, and we have a call center it's open daily, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., except weekends and holidays. Okay. All right. <laughs> so either way, if you're an employee or an employer and you're interested in this program, you should totally go at that. And um, people can look online at, what, where is it? OregonSaves.com. All right. And so you can check out OregonSaves.com if you are interested in the program or if you're another state and you want to figure out how to copy it, uh, you should check that out as well. Thank you so much for coming on uh, to the show today. Really appreciate it. Joel. Yeah. Thank you, Lillian. This has been great. That wraps our show for today. Our producer is Will Romy. Our intro music is by Aaron Parecki. And I'm Lillian Kerbake, your personal finance educator and host. Thanks for listening. And until next time, remember to manage your money so it doesn't manage you. X-Ray. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.